0: orlando infopod the podcast for all things orlando do you love vacationing in the magical world of orlando florida do you need information news laughter well this is the podcast for you we have news views and information that will help you have the best vacation ever available on eight platforms find us on facebook for all the links
1: Good evening and welcome to the Orlando InfoPod. Yes, we are here. We haven't disappeared. We've been off air for a little bit through circumstances beyond our control, but we're still here, so don't worry. We are here with the Orlando InfoPod episode eight. And on tonight's show, we have two pieces by Kath and Bob Watson. And they're giving us a review on Epcot. They're going to be telling us... In their first section, about Epcot, the best bits. And, of course, in the second section, to balance it up, Epcot, the worst bits. Also on the show, we will have Sue Sutherland with her wonderful weather report. And we'll have a little bit of music as well. So, we've got quite a bit in the show. <coughs> Excuse me. I do want to say a very heartfelt thoughts for anybody who is caught up in the hurricane not necessarily in florida because it's looking like they might get away with the worst bit but anyone in the track of the hurricane some have been devastated some have been really really devastated and their islands made basically uninhabitable so we think of them we pray for them and their families and anybody who's affected by the hurricane as it passes over or near where they live over there right let's get on with the show you know it's going to be a good one so take it away kath and bob
0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Orlando InfoPod. You've got Kath Watson, Becky Watson
2: and Bob Watson.
0: And today we're going to talk about our favourite things at one of the Walt Disney World parks and today we're going to Epcot. So, first things first, what does Epcot stand for?
3: Every person comes out tired.
2: I thought it was every pocket cleaned out totally.
3: Or it could be every parent carries out toddlers.
2: Or, or <laughs> Was it elderly people can obstruct traffic?
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 we got some of those. What does it actually mean though?
0: It's experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Although also
2: quoted as city of tomorrow as well. Walt Walt actually himself used both on different occasions.
0: Okay, so thank you everybody for that. (laughs) Right, so we're off into Epcot and our favourite things to do in there. And I'm going to start because I can still remember my very first visit back in 2001 And we caught the monorail from the Transportation and Ticket Centre to Epcot. And boy, oh boy, it goes through the park. You get to see Spaceship Earth. You get to see that beautiful walkway. And because we were the end of November, beginning of December, it was lined with Christmas trees. And it it just took my breath away. It was absolutely fantastic. So to arrive in style, to see that iconic golf ball that they roll out at 3 o'clock every day, and to arrive right outside the park on the monorail is pretty spectacular
4: yeah
2: i'd say if you if you've never done it it is worth just one time arriving by monorail
0: yeah it's easy to park as well mind it,
2: it's a lot easier to park actually than it is to uh <laughs> to get the monorail but it is if you've got the chance it is worth doing yeah. it that way once
3: kind of ties in with one of my uh one of the ones on my list which is its location okay. um it's so easy to get to Cause you've got the monorail. It's a, within walking distance to quite a lot of hotels, and you've got multiple entrances.
2: Yeah, international gateway is is one of the one things that I like about it. The fact that you do have a second entrance that is walkable from all the boardwalk hotels, and you can come in by that different entrance as well, is is very nice. None of the other parks have those two entrance kind of things.
0: And only built last year. <laughs>
2: It's been there quite a long time, but someone didn't realise it was there until
0: last year. I can tell I'm a Disney top fan, I eh? bet I didn't
3: It's very it. well hidden, isn't it? It is it's, very it's...
0: well, that's what it is. <laughs> it's very well hidden, well done, Beck.
2: But it'll be a little less well hidden once the gondolas are up and running, because that's the entrance that the gondolas will arrive at.
0: Ah. Yeah, it was a very nice walk last year. We were staying at the boardwalk yeah. and walked around
3: and went in there. And very nice, enjoyed that a lot. You couldn't have um, two entrances to it if it wasn't so big, which is another one of my perks, Mm -hmm. that it is a massive park. Um, And it's pretty much two parks in one, isn't it? You've got the, it's almost like the geography end and the science end, isn't it? (laughs) You've got World Showcase and Future World, which are just, they could be parks in themselves, couldn't they? They were so big. And that gives it a lot of potential as well for them to do a lot with it. And one of my positives on that is sometimes
0: when we've, when we've been walking around, we can be the only people at certain points. Mm. And so you're not in a crush or you're not in a big crowd of people, that it does feel spacious and airy and chilled out. It's got a really nice chilled
3: vibe feel around it. Yeah, there's plenty of places where you do kind of want to just stop and take it in, isn't there?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah one or two places you kind of go, oh, it'd be nice to have a photo here with nobody in the background. Let's just wait a minute. Okay, now we can do a photo. Nobody here. Mm. Uh, we did some of those in Morocco, I know, and various places mm. you you can just take nice photos.
0: Up by the dancing fountains by Figment as well. Those little jumpy fountains. We've got photographs there of us and there's nobody nobody else around. I'm walking up around there. Okay. Who's got another one?
2: I I like as you go around World Showcase, a lot of the, the little entertainments they're not they're not Big things that you go into the park for, and going, oh, that's on my top ten list of uh, big rides and whatever. But there's, there's things as you go around that there are nice things to see. For example, my one of my favourites is the Taiko drummers in in Japan. I, I can stand and watch that for until I turn around and realise everyone else has wandered off because I'm the only person that's still there. <laughs> um, there's the the pearl ceremony up there as well that you can do, and all these little things. Of really nice things to just stop and take a while to watch
3: that's that's on my list as well that there are just so many little things to take in i'd say as well in future world you were saying about the fountains earlier they do some really nice fountain shows actually that if that's your thing the coordination with the music and stuff i really enjoyed just watching the fountain Mm. show and and even like just sitting in one of the pavilions and having a look around the aquarium. You know, there are, there are so many little surprises is what I wrote down. Yeah, nice. And one of mine, you were
0: saying about the taiko drummers in Japan. If you go into America, the Liberty Inn singers, I heard for the first time last year, I was waiting for you guys to do the American adventure and it just, I just burst into tears. Their their tone and the way they sing and I guess the, the way they sing has been built for the best acoustic um what's the word i'm looking for
3: acoustic quality acoustic quality just just blew my mind you have to sit on the floor though to get the best quality try try and sit on the floor because you get the echo of it then you need
2: to be under the dome bit don't you yeah but, yeah, you, you did the Liberty Inn Singers. We did the American Adventure. I know who got the best deal.
0: <laughs> I could definitely got the best deal. Yeah, for sure. And they perform several times a day. They sing different things each time. Mm. It is quite patriotic, which is lovely. It's as it should be. It's their country. And they are incredible. To hear them sing live is amazing.
3: Depends what showing you go see as well. You you never know what they're going to do, but sometimes it will be very patriotic and they'll do, like, a state song or something like that but then other times they'll do a bunch of Disney songs and stuff like that yeah I found it amazing because I think it was two years ago I went right never done this before gonna go try and do it and I can't remember where you guys were but I remember it was just me and yeah I said to mum then the next year you have to do this
0: (laughs) and they stay behind afterwards and talk to you and they're happy to have photographs taken and Charlie shook their hand didn't he he did yeah (laughs) he thoroughly he loves music anyway so he thoroughly enjoyed it
2: while we're up in that part of Epcot one of the things that I'm so looking forward to and so glad is back again this year it's corny but it's fun awesome mix live
4: yay (laughs) star lord it it, it
2: was it was just such good fun um okay there were some fans there that were a little over enthusiastic but uh, (laughs) but yeah if, if you're there whilst it's still there I know it's there for a limited period again this year I'm not so sure. It's not. Is it moving or is it still up there? But, Awesome Mix Live is definitely on again this summer, and I'll I'll definitely be going back at at least once for a for a good sing, dance, and uh, clap along to
0: that. Yeah, I
3: agree. It's good fun. It's funny because you think, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy show. This is just a filler, isn't it? And especially because like they perform, '80s hits, don't they? So it's not even like it's original stuff. I think but... one or two original from the movie. Yeah. But they're still. (laughs) All of them are from the movie.
0: Yeah, which
2: means that basically they're.
3: They're they're 70s or 80s songs, but it is so much fun. And there's such good energy. There is a bit of a story. Yeah. A bit.
0: bit. (laughs) Sort of. Yeah. But it's just
3: about having fun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Singing, dancing, having fun. What's not to love?
3: Okay. Uh, I guess that kind of brings me on to my next one, which is there's really good character opportunities in Epcot. Because you can meet um, characters around the world um, which are related to that country. And you've also got an uh, Eptocot character spot. And also you can do quite a lot of meet and greets in, in America as well, can't you? I think they they tend to have a, a little plaza and there's quite a few that I think come out there if you, if you're lucky, if you get there the right time. I don't know. I don't know if I'm making that one. It's been been a long time, but there's still quite a lot of unique characters, isn't there? They've definitely brought
0: more Disney characters out into the World Showcase. Mm. So I know as the years have gone by, you can meet Belle in France and Stephen Booty in um, France France as well, actually. (laughs) Alice in the UK, uh, Jasmine's in Morocco. So you can, if your kids are cranky and they don't want to walk and they want, you know, they there's no rides or attractions particularly to go see. You can lure them out to meet the characters over there as well.
2: Mary Poppins, Snow White, Mulan, and of course that staple of Mexico, Donald Duck.
3: <laughs> Sombrero Donald, of course. But of course
0: he's there because of the Three Caballeros. That's why Donald's there. And,
2: a, and of course, round World showcases where you go now to meet Anna and Elsa.
0: Yes.
3: Yeah, the queue the for that's not as bad as it used to be anymore. No, no. Yeah, as the
0: types died down, so, so have they.
2: Perhaps they ought to move Olaf over there as well, make it a full thing. But uh, Whilst we're talking about characters, I, I do love the character spot as well, which is down in Future World. Not that it's particularly futuristic, but the character spot, because you do get such a classic Mickey there uh, in his classic kind of outfit... And you get a classic mini there as well, and it's 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 a nice set to meet a really good high set of characters.
3: Okay, and you've got the two um, science-ish meet and greets off to the off in the other pavilion, which are Baymax and Joy and Sadness. Finishing in the autumn. Oh. I know. It's all being redeveloped. What into do we know? No, not yet,
0: but.
2: I remember the days when you used to do be able to do segway rides in that room.
3: <laughs> oh, part of interventions, yes. Yeah. That's on my list actually. <laughs> As in, do go there. Yeah, that I love. I always say Epcot's my favorite park, and that is because it is the it has a lot of science theming around it, and being being a STEM girl, I love my science so. I love. I always loved going into interventions and dragging you two in and going. I want to go see what the attractions are in there because interventions is all about the latest developments in science and like interactive exhibits where you do touchscreen and like that was the first place that had touchscreens in it and stuff like that and like you said segues and.
0: Yeah. And microscopes. <laughs> Last year, my nail broke off because I had gel nails on and it came off and my nail had split vertically and there was a microscope, like on a stick. And I had it on there and I could see how far it was broken, but nobody else was interested. Even though I kept calling them, they were all ignoring me. And nobody wanted to come and see my broken nail.
2: And she hasn't stopped going on about it since.
0: I'm hoping it's still there this year, but I don't want my nails to come off this year.
3: So, you know, I'm in the... I'm in a quandary, yeah. I mean, I was busy painting with fibre optics at the time, so <laughs> <laughs> do you have another one?
2: My other one's gonna finish this up, so
0: Okay. Well oh, that's all mine then. Well, that's all yours. So I've got that they not that we've been, but we'd like to go at some point. There's a host of different festivals that go on around the year from food and wine, flowers and gardens. And that leads me on to mine and the best drink in the entire world is there. It's the grey goose citron slush in france which is you can't just have one as beck and i know (laughs) they are on a hot day it they are just perfect
3: you probably do want to make sure you don't have too many though because they are lethal they are lethal they are lethal
0: (laughs) we love those and it's the only place you can go drinking around the world in 11 different countries without leaving florida what's not a love about epcot
2: my final one for Epcot then, at the end of the night, and I know it's coming to an end, but I love Illuminations. But most importantly, I love watching Illuminations from the Fast Pass area. Now, we'd seen it before from one or two other places around World Showcase. I remember seeing it from over near uh, between Norway and Mexico. I remember seeing it from over near the UK and it was all right. And then one year, I can't remember exactly why, we had fast passes to go and see it in the fast pass area. And we thought, OK, well, we'll do this. May as well finish the night off. It is so much better from there than it is from anywhere else. It is designed to be seen from there. You, Everything round the lake suddenly makes sense of how this is all laid out if you see it from the fast pass area. So if if you do get the chance, it's one of the... It's a tier one, so you're probably not going to book it necessarily over booking soaring or those things. But if you're getting on in the day and you're going, eh, well, some of the tier ones, are, it's not worth... You can't book one now, and they're still available. It is really worth going in the Fast Pass area and watching Illuminations from there.
0: Hmm. And I agree. I'd watched it before and go, yes, yeah, OK, would be one that I wouldn't be... If we did it, it I wouldn't have minded. It was if... your
2: least favourite of the fireworks Definitely, shows. and
0: now it's moved up almost... Not almost to the top, but it's definitely one that I must do. I definitely must do it this year because it's finishing in the fall. We
2: we have actually booked fast passes for one day, a tier one and gone. It's, it's worth using our tier one on that to actually have make sure we've got that one day. And
3: get to see it. And we took you last year and you couldn't quite believe yeah, seeing it, it from pre- that point. Pretty, pretty spectacular to see it done that way because you see all the different... Uh, landmarks light up properly and stuff like that don't you because you can you've got a really good view of all the all the points around the world from there as well and the seating area is raised it's just
0: on a gentle slope so you can stay sitting down to watch it yeah everyone's so chill because there is loads of space as well yeah nobody's pushing and shoving and
2: it's a really well-designed little area in that it's a very slight slope so And there is space and everyone does just chill and sit and have a good view. And it actually would be nice if everyone did that in uh, Magic Kingdom all sat down to watch the fireworks and not get everyone in and everyone else's way. But that's another matter entirely. Mm. But it works well in Epcot. Bit of trivia? Go on then.
0: Okay, so the the voice at the beginning of Illumination's Reflections of Earth is by Jim Cummings. Oh. Oh. Didn't know that, did you?
2: Jim Cummings, one of the Disney voice guys.
0: Yeah. There's Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Pete, Raymond.
2: It does does practically any everything these days. <laughs> and anything that the, the original voice person has now died. Jim it. Cummins does it now.
3: He's also done a lot of 90s TV shows and stuff like Dark Wind Duck and... Mm. Uh, is it Dane? Oh, I can't remember no. <laughs>
2: uh, It was also a lot of the voices in Skyrim, but that's another matter. <laughs>
0: Okay, on that note, we are heading out of Epcot to... And there's a really nice song that comes after it as well. Peter used to play on the radio. Can't think of the name of it now. But anyway... That
2: that wouldn't be It's a Small World, though. No, (laughs) it wouldn't be a Small World. No, The the other one he played.
0: The other one he played, yeah. You'll, You'll say what it is now as we sign off. So thanks for listening. You've been talking with Cass. I'm Bob. I'm Becky. Bye for now.
5: Hey everyone, it's Sue Sutherland here with your weather forecast for the OI podcast. We'll start off with Monday, the 2nd of September, with 32 degrees, a real feel of 36 degrees, a thick cloud cover, and breezy with a shower or thunderstorm around. 8.9 millimetres of rainfall and 97% cloud cover. At night, we've got 30, uh, 26 degrees with a real feel of 29 degrees, zero millimetres of rainfall, with 96% cloud cover. On Tuesday the 3rd of September, we've got 29 degrees, with a real feel of 34 degrees, cloudy and windy, with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. 25.1 millimetres of rainfall, which I think's the most I've ever reported. 96% cloud cover, At night we've got 25 degrees with a real feel of 24 degrees, 20.3 millimetres of rainfall and 100% cloud cover. I also think that's the first time I've reported that. Um, On Wednesday the 4th of September we've got 31 degrees with a real feel of 36 degrees, still cloudy and a couple of showers and a thunderstorm and it's going to be breezy. 7.8 millimetres of rainfall and 99% cloud cover at night we have 25 degrees with a real feel of 28 degrees patchy clouds and breezy zero millimetres of rainfall and 98% cloud cover Thursday the 5th of September 34 degrees with a real feel of 40 degrees that's hot 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 we've got intervals of cloud and sunshine a breezy and it's going to be humid zero millimetres of rainfall and 68% cloud cover. Ah, the sun's coming back out. (laughs) On at night, we've got 25 degrees with a real feel of 29 degrees, patchy clouds and humid. And we've got zero millimetres of rainfall with 53% cloud cover. And we've got Friday, the 6th of September, 34 degrees with a real feel of 40 degrees, partly sunny, a shower or thunderstorm in spots, 2 millimeters of rainfall and 31% cloud cover. At night we've got 22 degrees with a real feel of 25 degrees and it's going to be clear with only 8% of cloud cover so you're going to see those beautiful stars. On Saturday the 7th of September we have got... 33 degrees with a real feel of 39 degrees, variable clouds, variable cloudiness, sorry, and thunderstorms possible, and it's going to be humid. We've got zero millimeters of rain cover, rainfall, sorry, and 70% cloud cover. At night, we've got 24 degrees with a real feel of 28 degrees. It's going to be mainly clear and humid, zero millimeters of rainfall and 29% cloud cover. On Sunday the eighth of September, which is my grandson's ninth birthday, which by the way, in case you didn't know, makes his date of birth eight nine ten. How cool's that? Anyway, on Sunday the eighth of September we've got thirty-three degrees with a real feel of thirty-seven degrees, mostly cloudy, a shower or a thunderstorm possible. Zero millimeters of rainfall and eighty-eight percent cloud cover. 24 degrees. Real feel of 27 degrees, most are partly cloudy. Zero millimeters of rainfall and 83% cloud cover. On Monday the 9th of September we have 32 degrees with a real feel of 37 degrees degrees, episodes of sunshine, a shower or a thunderstorm possible, zero millimetres of rainfall and seventy one percent cloud cover. At night we've got 23 degrees, with a real feel of 27 degrees, it's going to be mainly clear, 0 millimetres of rainfall and 25% cloud cover. On Tuesday the 10th of September we have 32 degrees, with a real feel of 36 degrees, it's going to be partly sunny. We've got 0 millimetres of rainfall and 31% cloud cover. At night, we've got 23 degrees with a real feel of 26 degrees, and it's going to be clear. Only 7% cloud cover, so you're going to see those beautiful Orlando stars. On Wednesday, the 11th of September, we've got 31 degrees with a real feel of 35 degrees, partly sunshine and a couple of showers possible. Zero millimetres of rainfall and 49% cloud cover. At night, We have 23 degrees with a real feel of 26 degrees. It's going to be mainly clear. Zero millimetres of rainfall and 27% cloud cover. On Thursday the 12th of September, we have 31 degrees with a real feel of 36 degrees, a blend of sun and clouds, a shower or thunderstorm possible in the afternoon. Zero millimetres of rainfall and 65% cloud cover. At night, we've got 23 degrees, with a real feel of 24 degrees, a shower in spots in the evening, otherwise partly cloudy. 0.2 millimetres of rainfall and 43% cloud cover. On Friday the 13th of September, we have 31 degrees, with a real feel of 32 degrees, it's a bit cooler, is it? Partial sunshine and a shower or thunderstorm possible. 0 millimetres of rainfall and cloud cover at 45%. At night, we've got 23 degrees with a real feel of 24 degrees. It's going to be mainly clear. 0 millimetres of rainfall and 15% cloud cover. On Saturday the 14th of September, we've got um, sun and some clouds, a couple of showers and thunderstorm possible. 0 millimeters of rainfall and 42% cloud cover. At night we've got 23 degrees with a real feel of 24 degrees, patchy clouds and 0 millimeters of rainfall with 32% cloud cover. And last but not least is Sunday the 15th of September and we've got 31%, no we haven't, we've got 31 degrees with 30, a feel of 36 degrees, it's going to be rather cloudy, a couple of showers and a thunderstorm possible. Zero millimetres of rainfall and 84% cloud cover. At night, we've got 23 degrees. With a real feel of 25 degrees, it's going to be rather cloudy. Zero millimetres of rainfall and 88% cloud cover. That concludes the weather forecast for this, this fortnight, and I hope... If anybody gets caught near that hurricane that you all stay safe and i'll catch up with you next time but for now i'll leave you with peter and the rest of the show my name's sue and i love mickey mouse
6: So, you want to hear more about our Disney Resort Hotels? Well, you came to the right place. You won't believe all the magical benefits you get. With more than 20 fun hotels, you get to pick your theme. You'll find the one that's perfect for your perfect Disney dream. We'll get you so excited that you'll never want to leave. The list of things to see and do is too much to believe. It's true. When you're staying at a Disney Resort Hotel, the fun never ends. There are water sports, all kinds and sorts that fill the seven seas. Restaurants for bon vivants, such fine amenities. Since your resort hotel can be so near a Disney park, you could play all day with Mickey, Etsy, fireworks, and dark. You want to spend even more time in a Disney theme park? Well, listen to this. Stay right here with us and then you'll get some magic powers. Extra time inside the parks, we call it Extra Magic Hours! These Extra Magic Hours happen every single day. It's all complimentary, an extra thank you for your stay! Hey, check this out. It's called a Magic Band. Another cool perk you get when you stay in a Disney Resort Hotel. We'll give you each a magic band. Wear it on your favorite hand. Having up the fun. When you're on the run, your magic band will get it done. Just pick the color best for you. Orange, yellow, green, and blue. You can open up your door, use it at a store. You think that's cool, just wait, there's more. That's right. You can even use your magic band at our Fast Pass Plus locations. What's Fast Pass Plus, you ask? Come on, I'll show ya. You've got so much to do. You need the perfect perk for you to cut down your weight. Make a fast pass date. We'll help you get on through. It makes your stay a treat. Reserve that meet and greet. Come on, get it now. Make your trip a wow. It's sweet. And you know what else is sweet? As a guest of a Disney Resort Hotel, you get first access to Fast Pass Plus service up to sixty full days before you check in. Flying into Orlando Airport, then you get to experience Disney's magical express service. We can pick you up with our airport bus, drop your bags and you at your doorstep. Plus, with the drive off your mind, leave your worries behind. Transportation, it's on us. Even after you get here, take a monorail or a boat or bus. There's no fee, no charge, there's no mess, no fuss. With the drive off your mind, leave your worries behind. Transportation, it's on us. So, we're all set. We hope you'll be joining us soon at a beautiful Walt Disney World Resort Hotel. Zippity-doo-dah, come down and play. We've got magic every night, every day. Plenty of fun times heading your way. Yes, you're gonna love this. Nothing beats a Disney Resort Hotel. It's a wonderful set.
0: everyone and welcome to the Orlando InfoPod again and you're here with Kath Watson, Becky Watson and Bob Watson. And a few weeks ago we were looking at our uh, favourite and least favourite things with Magic Kingdom and we're back with Epcot today and we're listing the things we'd like to improve in Epcot. So we'd like to start.
1: Well
2: my first one actually is something that is being improved at the moment but I have to say the entrance to Epcot between the turnstile and Spaceship Earth, it's been quite uninspiring for, for a while. Leave a legacy, okay, that was that was nice first off. Uh, the fountain pool, which doesn't really do a lot, it's just a bit drab compared with the entrances to other parks. There's there's just nothing exciting happening there.
3: It's interesting because Magic Kingdom have their like leave your mark. Before you get in, don't they? Because mm. they've got the stuff on the floor, so it's a sh- it's a shame that almost like park space is wasted with it, isn't it? Mm. But I'm not sure about what the improvements are going to be. From what it seems like, it's going to be empty space, is it? Or they're going to plant trees, I think, which they might need with the sh- the shade,
0: and so they leave a legacy being moved to the outside area. So
2: my only doubts with that, of course, is at the moment, whilst that area isn't great for coming into the park, it's great for photo pass photos. Because you don't have anything blocking your view back to a uh, spaceship Earth. But,
0: well, we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, and photopass photographers will getting around it. it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. As long as you don't get the golf ball with a bunch of trees in the way, that, that would not be good. <laughs> um, so my first one is that future world is not very futuristic these days. <laughs> You've got test track, driving a car, that's... that's Brand new, isn't it? That's mm. never been out before. Uh, you got um, mission space going up in a rocket, which people have been doing for a little while now. Uh, Fifty years today, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and I'm trying to think. And living with the land. So, and the living
0: seas. In... yeah, but living with the land, I guess, of all of them, they're trying to look at modern methods of farming and things like that. And, but it's not terribly. Exciting. It's interesting, mm. but I wouldn't say it's
3: terribly exciting. But but there's not that future of like what could happen 10, 15, 20 years Ooh. down the line. Yeah,
0: we've been riding Living With The Land for several years, and the same things are mm-hmm. being shown off, aren't they? With yeah. the, they're really fascinating. Yeah? I like the way that they harvest and grow their crops, and they're used in Garden Grill, aren't they, mm-hmm.
3: as well? but that, that is the curse of having a theme park based around the future. is. Re- all theme parks all around the world if you space it on the future the way technology moves these days it is out of date way too quickly yeah yeah
0: Um, and I'm with you a bit that it leads on a little bit from that that there's the rides that are there are not terribly exciting rides Um, they're good fun and fun for all the family but they're not terribly exciting and they definitely need updating I know Soaring got updated recently but unless you're sitting in the central part Everything is skewed. Skew if yeah. is a Welsh word, skew if. But it just looks a bit lopsided and doesn't quite work. So I,
2: I have to say the soaring update for me, if you're not in the centre, it was a was a downgrade. It was better before they updated it. it unless you're in those centre seats, it just looks naff. Yeah.
3: It's just not new as well, <laughs> is it? It's it's different. Ah, oh, but I like I do like soaring. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's not it's not a new thing is mm. it they've just changed the video yeah
0: <laughs> it's, and it yeah. needed updating because yeah. the film quality was poor and it needed an update but it just they need to get their act together
2: i miss the smells from the original yeah
3: one. definitely i personally i personally think they just need to reframe the whole area and make it something else like um like science land or something like that instead and focus on What's currently happening, or what has happened, which has been significant, like so, then you can keep things like, um, like mission space, and you have communications with spaceship Earth and stuff like that. Have that kind of theme going. I, I think that's what should happen. Yeah.
2: This message was brought to you by Becky Watson, STEM ambassador for schools.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lead on from that as well, and just say it's so big, I get lost. Particularly in the when you walk into the first, the first part, not future world shop world showcase. No, future
2: world. It's getting from future world Aww. to world showcase. That that's that's the problem. Um, getting from one to the other from the land side. It's uh, there's directions that seem to be the right directions and aren't the right directions. Then you have to double back round the long walk from the fountains down that exposed hot walk. Or the kind of dead zone between Test Track and actually getting out to the World Showcase. It's just the two parts are just too separate from one another and it's just a long nothing in between. Long
0: paths in between. Them. Yeah. It should be short to get from Test Track to Norway. Yeah. But and it takes forever <laughs> yeah. and
3: I'm so hot and I can't walk anymore. And if you're stuck at somewhere like uh, the, the UK, you've got to get a boat to get back to future world or something. No,
2: the UK's over this side. <laughs> you want one of the other ones, Germany or whatever.
3: But either way, you've got to go through, you've either got to go through extra countries or you've got to walk and find a boat. And you could only get a boat if they're not setting up for illuminations because
0: they stop running then.
2: And now they've closed one of the docks as well, <gasps> so you can only get a bo- yeah.
0: Oh, and mind I get lost coming out of Mouse Gears. I don't know, and then I don't yeah,
2: know. you 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 do struggle to find the same door to go out of Mouse Gears that you went in.
0: Yeah, yeah. You go look after me in Epcot. I can't find my way around. Okay,
3: next one. Um, well, this is kind of what we've talked about. I've got space is badly used. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, because not only is it hard to get around places and there's dead space, but also you have all the attractions in future world and then barely any attractions in world showcase it's it's all all the restaurants which are at world showcase end and then you don't have as many in future world it's it's stuff like that 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 the space just needs to be used a bit better
2: yeah that they are they are slowly kind of changing that they are realizing they need a bit more round world showcase to get people out there than they've had in the past that just the countries wasn't enough, which is kind of why they've moved more characters out there and they've moved more attractions out there. But, yeah, it, it was a bit of a lopsided park. It still is.
3: Yeah.
0: I want to say it's a long walk around as well, that curve going right around the countries. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm moaning about walking again. But it just seems to be such a long, tiring walk in the August heat to get right round there, or thinking about getting back to the car if you're at the American Pavilion.
2: Especially if you've had a few on the way round.
0: I don't know what you mean. I have no clue. Which brings you
2: on to your next one. It does
0: bring me on to the next one. So a really popular thing to do is drinking around the world. Now this might shock somebody that it's on my to be improved list, but the thing that needs to be improved about it is the cost. You don't get much change from $200, and that's a lot. For a night out or an afternoon out walking around the world having a drink in every place so
2: perhaps i ought to sell a specific ticket that allows you a drink in each place and, and do it at a, at a special rate mm-hmm. rather than you buying rack rate in every place
0: yeah that might work mm. yeah group on. <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> discounts for admin
2: although talking about drinking around the world
3: say. Well, it seems like some people can afford to drink all the way around the world because one of the ones on my list is that you can get some pretty rowdy people at certain points of the park because they have certainly drunk their way around the world. <laughs> and yeah, it, it can just be a bit of not a good environment if you come across them. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Some some of them certainly... seems to be that they, they like... Yeah, by the time they get to Mexico going one way around, you, you do get... Mexico can get a bit leery in the afternoon um, and I presume presume it works a bit better if you go the other way around because you've got kind of the music entertainments in the UK that, that kind of work better for when they're in that kind of state but um, poor Donald, some of the things we've seen him have to put up with in the in the photo uh, queue at, at Mexico, yeah. It's
3: mostly stag do's, isn't it? And like... It's probably got to be a pretty amazing stag do to go around the world of Epcot, but then again, there are... All...
0: and the, And it's difficult, I suppose, because you are in the heat, number one, mm. and so if you're a bit dehydrated and all you're drinking is alcohol, and then you're mixing your drinks all the way around the world, 11 different drinks, at least. Yeah, it's a bit of a recipe for disaster sometimes, mm. particularly if you're not used to drinking, but...
3: Mm. There's not much
0: of an opportunity to get a cheap snack out in, <laughs> in of I've had nights out in Cardiff for less than twenty quid, let me tell you. <laughs> and we still come singing on the train with a kebab after.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say they need grease somewhere array, well on the way around so they can have a kebab on the way around. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. I've I've actually got as one of my things uh food, and it's it's more to do with the fact that it's great for some people that there are all these different cuisines to try, but Knowing that we tour with Charlie, there's not a lot of basics out there and it's really quite difficult. There's only a couple of places in Epcot where we can actually get a meal with Charlie because there's so many interesting things and just not enough places where you can get a basic.
0: And one's closing.
2: And one's closing, (laughs) which... Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm really not happy about that. But there we go. Is <laughs>
0: while we're there as well
3: closing while we're
2: there? I think it closes before we get there. Mm.
3: So American Liberty Inn, Liberty Inn It's closing. Yeah, you you like as someone going round with Charlie, you don't get to try much new. Lot but you've got living with the land. There's a restaurant in there that will go in, and it's all it's all the general
2: electric umbrella,
3: electric umbrella,
2: and then it was Liberty Inn. Yeah and struggle elsewhere there are one or two that he might try now he's getting a little more adventurous but it's it's slim pickings for him out there
3: yeah so my last one for my uh needs improvement is i've said that there are lots of attractions which have closed over the years and not a lot has been built in their place which is a shame Oh, they taking too long to be rebuilt. That's the other thing, yeah. 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 Because they've got
0: Guardians of the Galaxy come in mm-hmm. soon in Ellen.
2: But Ellen went so long ago and Guardians of the Galaxy has still not replaced it and it just sat there. And the body uh mm. pavilion as well. It's still closed. It just sat so long.
3: And um was it Captain Eo used to be in the in the cinema? And that's that sat empty for ages. And now they're, they're doing the Pixar shorts, mm. aren't they? But And those are the same repeated Pixar
0: shorts. You know, when you think they own all those movies, they could be showing different shorts every mm.
3: showing mm-hmm. to get people in. But yeah, that yeah. would kind of be my other thing, is if they have changed an attraction, they've not done a very good no, job at it. <laughs>
0: Looking forward to Ratatouille coming. Yeah. but And Guardians being built. But, yeah, yeah very slim pickings at mm-hmm. the minute.
2: Yeah, I've I've got one particular attraction which is not a favourite of mine. That's the American Adventure. It's I've done it once, and that's plenty of times. It's um, it's not quite as self-indulgent as I thought it was going to be, but it's self-indulgent enough. Mm -hmm. It's it's Epcot's version of Hall of Presidents. <laughs>
3: Except longer, maybe <laughs> a salute to all nations, but mostly America. Why well, they don't even consider the other nations in
2: that one, <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is why, of course, that we go we go to one of the kind of facts about Epcot is that the American pavilion is built very slightly higher than the other pavilions. Um, be, not, not because Americans have any superiority, it's just that they're. they're, they're It's the host pavilion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we go with Sam the American Eagle, like in the Muppet Vision 3D in his finale, don't we? Should we do it like we just did? A A salute salute to all nations, nations, but mostly America. America. (laughs) (laughs) So mine's a bit unrelated, but um, as members of Disney Vacation Club DVC, we are fortunate to have a little hideaway in Epcot, which is at the exit to Figment. And you get to go up the stairs and you can have drinks. There's computers there, so they bring snacks around. You can recharge your phones, you can recharge yourself as so long as you don't put your feet on the furniture. There are strict rules up there and people have to abide by them. But <laughs> it closes at six o'clock. <laughs> yeah,
2: that last year we, we toured the world. We went round the world showcase and thought at the end of it, right, we could just do... With a bit of a relax now in a nice, cool area with... Oh, it's closed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, a bit disappointing. So it needs to be open as long as the park is open for people to go in and chill their boots for a bit. It's
3: it's funny that you mentioned DV, the DVC lounge because that actually ties back in with um the point that I just made previously, that um when attractions are updated, they're not updated very well because... That space used to be the exit to Figment, and they used to have interactive um, exhibits for you to, to get involved with and stuff. Um, but when they rebuilt Figment, they made, made it much shorter, actually. So now it's just downstairs, but it used to be that you went on Figment. It was a very long, enchanting ride, and people loved it, and it finished upstairs, and you made your way out through where the DBC lounge is now ah, I did not know that and if you peek through the crack you used to be able to spot some of the old interactive exhibits but I don't know if they've covered that crack anymore <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know it just is fascinating looking up at the roof because it's the pyramid roof with the the girders and the glass and we have been fortunate to use it but it just needs to have open longer opening hours for us I have one
2: more okay I've, and it is the most important and it all the rest pales into insignificance compared with this particular <laughs> issue. When you go to the UK, there is hardly any Wales in the entire UK pavilion. There's good representation for Ireland, England and Scotland. Where's the Welsh stuff?
0: Bobble, Bach. Goodness gracious me. Well, you can only have it there if you can say the longest
3: place name in Wales.
2: Oh, we're doing that one again, are we? Yeah. Llan Fairpourg, Gwyneth Gothgavrith, we're
3: <laughs> and as your first act what are you putting in as a Welsh thing in the UK?
2: Well, we can have some love spoons in there. We can have some cloggy gold in there. We can have Tom Jones. Celtic <laughs> knots. They no. they oh. do have a couple of rugby jerseys available.
3: Yes. You know what they should do though. You know in um Disneyland Paris, they have Maleficent's dragon under the castle. They need
0: a Welsh dragon oh, in a cave, yes. <laughs> dry the red dragon,
3: there you go, Disney. You can
0: hire me now, <laughs> right? So, we're going to say dabochi, which is goodbye in Welsh, and thanks for listening. You've been talking with Kath Watson, Becky Watson,
2: and Bob Watson.
7: I'm getting paid by the hour and older by the minute My boss just pushed me over the limit I'd like to call him something I think I'll just call it a day Pour miss something tall and strong Make it a hurricane before I go insane It's only half It's five o'clock somewhere well, This lunch break is gonna take all afternoon and half after night Tomorrow morning I know they'll be held to pay Hey, but that's all right I ain't had a day off now And over a year My Jamaican vacation's gonna start right here If the phone's for me, you can tell them I just sailed away And pour me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane before I go insane It's only half past twelve, but I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere myself in a cab and be back to work before two at a moment like this i can't help but wonder what would jimmy buffett do funny you should ask Alan. <laughs> i'd say oh me something tall and strong make
4: it a hurricane before i go insane it's only
6: half past 12 but i don't care
7: It doesn't matter, it's 5 o'clock somewhere.
6: It's always on 5 in Margaritaville, come to think of
7: it. I heard it did. You've been there, haven't you? Yes, sir.
6: I've seen your boat there.
7: I've been to Margaritaville a few times. Alright, well that's good. Stumble the way back. Okay, we just want to make sure you can keep it between the navigational beacons. (laughs) Between the buoys, I got
6: it. Alright, well it's 5 o'clock, let's go somewhere. I'm ready, Crack it up. Let's get out of here. I'm gone.
1: just about it for tonight's show i do hope you've enjoyed all the content in the show especially kath and bob watson's uh, review of epcot i want to say thank you to everybody who stops and listens please tell your friends about the podcast we want it to become a bigger and better show but we can only do that with your help right i also want to tell you that oiz radio is coming back on air so if you go to the orlando info zone main page you will find the post on there that will tell you how you can get oiz radio that's going to be on every thursday evening for a short 45 minute show at 8 p.m so that's every thursday at 8 p.m you will get a 45 minute radio show on oiz radio it is on the spreaker uh, platform so if you know anything about spreaker you can join up there Quick registration if you're not a member already and look for OIZ Radio and you'll find us no problem. But failing that, the link will be posted on the Orlando InfoZone Facebook page at 8 o'clock every Thursday. So apart from that, that's just about it for this podcast on the Orlando InfoPod. Thank you once again. Stay safe. Stay happy. Be good. Bye.
0: orlando infopod the podcast for all things orlando do you love vacationing in the magical world of orlando florida do you need information news laughter well this is the podcast for you we have news views and information that will help you have the best vacation ever available on eight platforms find us on facebook for all the links